I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. Today's thought from above is this. You are dedicated. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. That's where the name of the podcast comes from, from Colossians 3, 1 and 2, where Paul encourages us to set our minds on things above. Setting our minds on good, beautiful, and true thoughts, on uplifting, encouraging, life-giving, biblically-based thoughts from above is not easy. And that is why we do this podcast, to provide for you in each episode a thought from above that you can dwell upon so that your heart will be warmed and you will become an epiphany of grace. Many years ago, when I was working in a church as an assistant pastor, I was engaged in a three-day fast. Now, you may remember I was a student of Richard Foster's. I'd read Celebration of Discipline. I knew about fasting, and this was a fast from food. And I was in the middle of this three-day fast when the church secretary told me that the preschool director had asked if I would say grace for the lunch that the children were having in the preschool down in the basement. And I said, yeah, sure, I'd be happy to do that. So when I got down to the basement to say grace, the preschool director asked me if I wanted to stay for lunch and have lunch with them. But I declined. Remember, I was fasting. But I didn't tell her I was fasting because, well, I didn't want to appear like I was showing off with some spiritual disciplines. And also because Jesus literally said not to tell people when you're fasting for precisely that reason. Fortunately, she didn't press me on the issue. She just said, oh, okay. However, She later asked the church secretary why I didn't eat with them. She wondered maybe if I had another appointment or something. But the church secretary, who knew I was fasting, simply said, well, um, he's in the middle of a fast. The secretary told me that the preschool director had asked her why I didn't have lunch and that she said, well, because he's fasting. I said, oh, okay. And then the secretary said, man, you know, her reaction was not very nice. And I said, oh, what did she say? She said, Well, who does he think he is, some kind of saint? (laughs) And I remember I felt really badly when she told me this. And I can tell you that I would later learn that I had made a mistake in declining to have lunch with the kids. I would later learn a principle about the disciplines for the spiritual life. And it goes like this. Charity always supersedes discipline. In other words, acts of kindness are more important than our spiritual exercises. So in this case, I should have broken the fast because charity, kindness, receiving hospitality, those are more important than my own disciplines. But, hey, I didn't know that at the time. I just did what I thought was right. But that is not the reason that I'm sharing this story. I want to focus on the question that the preschool director asked, which was, who does he think he is, some kind of saint? That question that she was asking is based on a narrative that saints are people who are especially holy in their behaviors. In other words, they're wholly because of what they do, like a fast, or what they don't do. When I heard that she had asked this question, I was embarrassed. But also, I felt like I wanted to tell her that I in no way was pretending I was a saint. But a lot about my understanding of what it means to be a saint would undergo major changes over the next several years. Years later, I began a very serious study 
of the letters of Paul. And I encountered a big shift in my understanding of what it means to be a saint, and I think there's actually a lot at stake. So Paul used a word, hagios in the Greek, which we translate saint. But for Paul, the word saint or holy people, sometimes it's translated, is not only about morality or ethics or behavior. As New Testament scholar C.F.D. Moole points out, this word is best rendered by the English word dedicated. Because hagios actually means this, God's own. It represents the Old Testament concept of a dedicated people whose members are the dedicated ones. For example, in many of, of his letters, Paul addresses the Christ followers as saints. In Colossians, you know I love Colossians, in Colossians 1, 1 and 2, it reads, Paul, an apostle of Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers and sisters in Christ at Colossae. To the saints. For Paul, a saint is one who is dedicated to God, dedicated, in fact, by God. And because they are dedicated by God, they are by nature separated from the world. I spoke about this in a recent episode, but in this episode, I want to unpack this a little more because there are some pretty deep truths, I believe, that we all need to hear. I know I do. This is how Paul wants his readers to understand themselves. By virtue of their connection to Christ through the work of the Spirit, they are now dedicated people. Dedicated. But note this. They're dedicated not merely as an act of declaration that God is declaring us holy or dedicated, but because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in a believer. So, saint doesn't refer to a a special kind of Christian or a deluxe model Christian or some fully devoted Christian who's better than a less than fully devoted one. Saint refers to all Christians because we've all been dedicated. What Paul has in mind is the Old Testament concept of how certain things were devoted to God. Uh, A bag of grain or a piece of furniture like a lampstand or a person like a priest or a Levite, or even a nation like Israel, is devoted to or given over to God's holy presence. And because of that donation, that dedication, those things are withdrawn from their normal usage, such as eating the grain, or lighting a lamp, or for the priest, living an ordinary kind of life. So for Paul, every Christ follower is someone who is now dedicated not by their behavior, but by God's saving work, the sanctifying work of the Spirit in Christ. And yet, to be dedicated, to be a saint, is not merely a label. It describes not only the person I am because of the work of Christ, but also the kind of person I intend to be. And that's really important. The kind of person I aspire to be. Dedicated is an adjective. To be dedicated describes who I am by virtue of the work of Christ and the action of the Holy Spirit. The Trinity is alive and working in me, despite my faults and failings and sins and shortcomings. I am dedicated. But I am also a dedicated person, meaning I'm dedicated to living a kingdom-oriented life. I'm dedicated to putting sin to death in my body. I'm dedicated to setting my mind on things above. 
I'm dedicated to arranging my days to experience deep contentment, joy, and confidence in my everyday life with God. I am dedicated by the one I love, and I am dedicated to the one I love. Put another way, I am a saint, and I strive to live saintly. I've been made holy, and I endeavor to live a holy life. I am dedicated by God, and I'm dedicated to God, and this shows up in my everyday life. We cannot separate the is and the ought. I am a saint who strives to live a saintly life. These go together, and they can't be separated. That is exactly how Paul understood it. And I've said it many times on this podcast, identity leads to ethics. Who I am determines how I live. That's exactly how Paul understood the Christian life. Ontology, who we are, determines behavior. Now, if we get that backwards, we end up in legalism. If we think that my behavior determines my identity, we're in real trouble. And that is exactly what the preschool director, I think, had wrong in her question. So back to the day that I was doing this fast, and the director said, who does he think he is? Some kind of saint. At that time, my answer would have been, oh, no, 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 not me. I'm, I'm, don't think that. I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm just trying to live the best life I can. I'm, I'm, I'm no saint. I never claimed to be. But that is not how I would answer that question today. The answer now is, yes. Yes, I do think I'm a saint. I have been dedicated by God. I've been made holy. And it is a sheer act of grace. I've been set apart by God. God is at work in me. The Spirit is alive and active in me. Who does he think he is? Some kind of saint? Yeah, I actually do. I actually do. And I'm intending to live in the status I have been given. I am a saint, and it is my intention to be saintly. I intend each day to tell the truth, to be kind, to love people, to walk in the light, to be a person of joy. That is who I am called to be because of who I am in Christ. Now, what's at stake here? A lot. Because if I can remember each moment of each day that God has entered into my life and set me apart, that God in Christ has reconciled me and raised me in a new life and made me holy by His work, this will guide and shape everything I think and do. This is a powerful thought from above. I have been dedicated. Therefore, I am dedicated. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I hope you join me next time. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast And if you'd like to donate to the Things Above podcast, you can do so on our website, apprenticeinstitute.org. Click the Donate Now button at the top of the page. It's really easy, and it would mean a lot to me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, and you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, Things Above.